Welcome to the Be Ruthless Show, where we have the conversations that other people don't, the conversations that other people won't. I'm your host, Sam Ruth, and I'm ready to make a lot of noise and disrupt things ruthlessly. Thanks for being here today. Now let's get to it. Welcome back to the Be Ruthless Show. I'm your host, Sam Ruth, and today I just want to have some real talk. Not that I ever want anything other than real talk, but a lot has been on my mind lately and my clients and the world, and I feel like it's worth talking about. So a little bit about me. I'm the type of person who has always had physical reactions to stress or emotional situations, right? Whether it's an upset stomach or I've broken out in hives before, uh, going back to being a kid, my dad used to only allow me to do something Friday night or Saturday night, sleepovers and things like that. Because if I didn't get enough sleep two nights in a row, guaranteed I would wake up that next morning sick with some sort of real physical issue. Now I know myself well enough to know this, but there are so many people in the world who don't understand the connection between our mood and our health. So that's how millions of people with anxiety end up in the emergency room, right? Because we don't understand we something is wrong physically and we look for the medical route, right? And I just want to talk about the emotional route and being in touch with that. I've always been called too sensitive. I'm a Scorpio. Uh, these are things about me that make me me. And I've learned to understand that if I'm going through a lot, I need to take extra care of myself physically and make sure I am getting a good night's sleep and eating because it's my normal reaction to let all of that go. I don't have an appetite. I don't get tired or I, I wake up a ton when there's a lot going on in my life. So uh, two weeks ago was mine and Jim's 30, uh, 30th. <laughs> it was our seventh wedding anniversary. Um, and next week is his 50th birthday. And so through approaching my fourth year without him, I've learned that this is the toughest time of year for me. And knowledge is power, guys, right? So I've learned based on how, how tough it was the first year and even the second year and last year, although last year is the first time I can remember saying I made progress. I'm handling this stretch better. It's still the hardest time of year for me. It's still difficult. It's our favorite time of year, football starting. It's, there's just so many memories and excitement. And so that can trigger my emotional stuff, which then triggers my physical stuff. So we live in this world where there's always something going on, whether it's our own stuff, whether we want to be there to support someone else. And I just want to make sure that you understand the relevance of taking care of yourself through all of that. Like, I am grateful that my dad recognized and taught me how important sleep is to me, but I'm not the only one. Maybe you don't break out in hives, but people get crabby right? They, they don't perform at their best. Sleep is, is like gas for our car. We need it. We can't function without it. So if you're dealing with a lot, it's important 
to see what extra steps you can take for yourself. I set a timer on my phone to remind me to drink water and have snacks because during this stretch, like it's just not my priority. It's not as important to me. My head has so much going on on top of just daily basic tasks and living and work and the dogs and all that stuff. Right. So if my phone alarm goes off and it reminds me, you know, drink some water in case you haven't, those are all things that will help me sleep better, feel better and get through this difficult stretch. This three-week stretch will always be my hardest time of year, but it doesn't have to be as hard as it was that first and second year. I made progress last year. I feel like I've made more progress this year, and I want you guys to figure out and know little tips and tricks you can add to your life so that you function at your best when things are difficult. It is human nature Right. I talked last week about a friend of mine who's dealing with stress in Colorado. Her air conditioning is out and the apartment complex isn't fixing it right. So she's miserable and it's affecting her sleep. This is like normal stuff, but it builds up and it makes us less well, less happy, obviously, but we also just don't perform at our best and everything seems harder because we're tired, we're overheated, we're exhausted, whatever our stomach is acting up, whatever that issue is. So I decided to come on and talk about this for a couple of reasons. Um, This is me accepting responsibility for my life, my journey, my experience. There are so many things out of our control that happen every single day, but there are things we do have control over. And by recognizing that and accepting responsibility, I'm taking more control of my life. I can't control if it's going to thunderstorm today, or if there's going to be traffic or any of the external factors, but I can control how I take care of myself. And we live in this world where People don't always accept responsibility. I take too much responsibility. I make a ton of mistakes. I try to be better every single day. But if something goes wrong, my natural instinct is to think I made a mistake somewhere along the lines. Like if, if, for example, with a podcast, if somebody is late to an appointment or hasn't gotten in touch, I assume with my lack of technology that there was an error on my end. That's a little bit too much responsibility, guys, because millions of people in this world take no responsibility and blame others and blame the world and blame the weather and blame the traffic. And it's it's an easy game to get into, but we still have control, right? There cannot control if there's a major traffic jam, but I can control how I deal with it. I can control what time I leave my house. There are so many little steps and I'm just being reminded lately, uh, um, even just let's use the podcast as an example. I, in the beginning, was having a lot of people I know and love as my guests. And then I thought, let's branch out, right? Let's not just make this Sam's Connections, Let's look for other people. So I joined some podcast groups and I have connected with people that I have no relationship with, right? And I'm going to tell you what, the majority of these people don't show up for the appointments. And then (laughs) 
I will check in to see what error I made, <laughs> which is that what happens. And a lot of them take no responsibility or blame me. You didn't send, a, I got this once, you didn't send a Google invite. No, I did not. I sent a Zoom link. This is me and technology. When I get a Zoom link, I add it to my calendar myself. I don't expect you to send me a separate calendar invite. And maybe there's a way to do it all in one step, but you know me and technology, I don't know that. So I think it's important to recognize the role we have in our lives and whether we take responsibility, take too much or not enough. Because I am learning to step back and recognize that other people make mistakes and it's not always my fault. But so much of the world says it's not my fault. It wasn't me. Even in football, as I'm talking about football coming, right? The quarterback gets blamed for a bad game majority of the time. <laughs> There's 60 minutes in a game. There's so many things that can go on, but we focus on one player or, or one play there's so much wrong with that. And I know these are silly examples, but let's get back to what I talk about all the time and how this world needs to be more educated. Were you taught how to apologize? Do we learn this again? This is another important skill that we don't learn in school. How often have you gotten, I'm sorry, but I didn't mean to. It wasn't on purpose. It wasn't intentional. I don't know about you, but that like gets my blood boiling. If somebody makes a mistake, I just want a simple, I'm so sorry. Let's talk about it and move forward. I don't want to hear all of the excuses and ins and outs and that they didn't mean to and had the best intentions and on and on and on. We live in this world where I started this off by talking about the responsibility we have over our own lives, but we also have responsibility as human beings. And I'm sorry, but doesn't cut it. If you hurt someone and that's how you apologize, maybe they don't tell you that that doesn't cut it. So I am telling you, you don't have to clarify this with, you know, I am not a terrorist. I am not out to get you. The world doesn't think that you did this on purpose, but you are allowed to be called out if you make a mistake. You're allowed to call out someone else if they make a mistake and you're entitled an apology and you're also responsible to give one the right way. So I am at a point where I am working on not taking everyone's responsibility, accepting responsibility for my stuff, but not excusing anyone else and taking responsibility for them. And I have people in my life who really don't take responsibility. They're the I'm sorry, but crowd. And these are not two, three, four-year-old children, right? These are adults. So I am letting go. This is me taking responsibility for my life. I'm letting go of the things that aren't right, the things that aren't healthy for me, the things that add to my stomach being upset or not sleeping great or breaking out in hives. These are the things I have control over. So I know I went in a bunch of different directions, but really this does all tie together. 
if there are people in your life, if there are things in your life, you have choices, you have rights, you have control, and you don't have to put anything unhealthy in your body, whether that's food or the people you spend time with. And I just thought it was important to talk about because this really has, this is my tough stretch of the year. And for some reason, I'm just much more in tune with how far I've come and how far I want to go and what that means. And what that means is not making excuses for the world, not taking responsibility for other people's mistakes. I am choosing to only accept guests on this podcast that I know or that are referred by people I know to avoid this stranger absence scenario that keeps happening, right? That's, I can't control whether or not people will show up on time, but I can control who I allow a spot on the show, right? And just because somebody has a great resume and a great topic, and I think they'll be a great guest, if I don't know them, I don't know that they're going to be here anymore. And I'm sorry for those who will. It sucks. You fall into this clump, but I'm going to stick to people who come through a family, friend, previous guest network, someone that I know, because this is important to me. And showing up is important. Now, I'm not going to tell you I've never missed an event. I've never made a mistake. I've never had technology issues and been late or missed a meeting. But I don't just disappear and ignore those people. I let them know and say something's going on. I can't get into them. Like, I, I address it. The people who avoid. Love you, Zach. My brother is this the king. And it's driven me crazy my whole life. When he is upset, he hibernates. He removes himself from whoever has upset him, does not discuss it, like having a conversation about what happened and how can we move forward and make it better for the future, not at all an option in his world. Like that does not exist. So he retreats. And then when he's over it, he returns as if nothing happened, (laughs) right? Like that to me, isn't the healthiest. It doesn't help relationships. You can't learn what did I do that pushed his button so that I don't do that next time. Avoiding makes it worse. And there are people who know they've made a mistake and they just don't want to deal with that phone call or that fear of confrontation. When I'm telling you, if you say I screwed up, I'm so sorry. If you own it like that, don't give a novel of all the reasons it was not intentional, right? People will respect you more and understand. So I hope that you got some value out of this and you understand where I'm coming from. I, we all have tough stretches, right? Whether it's the holidays or winter, like everybody has difficult times. It's so important to take care of yourself more during those times so that you don't have more setbacks. It's hard enough. And anything you can do to set yourself up for success and plan ahead and make those stretches easier will be such gifts for your life. And you'll be able to say like, why have I been making it so hard on myself? So I really, really do hope that you got some value for this from this. I want to remind you of a couple of things coming up um, tomorrow. The last Tuesday of the month is Ask Sam. Don't forget to register. You can 
come on the phone, you can come on video, it's on Zoom, and it is for you. So if you just want to sit back and watch and see what it's like to interact with me or to see how I handle somebody else's, whatever it is, it's for you. There's no expectations on my end. I just want you to know it's an option. It is at six o'clock mountain standard time. All the other time zones are in the show notes and you can register there. I am also, it, it is the end of the August promo, the back to everything. I have had a promo on all of my products and services that will be ending um, on the first. So make sure you take advantage of that. And then faces of mental illness, I hope you're not getting sick of it. I'm so excited. I'm so proud of these authors. I'm just so proud of this project. And I don't have a launch date yet, but we are actively looking for authors for the next book. If you have a story, if you know someone with a story, if you know someone who just wants to be involved in some way. And we do have two more sponsorship spots available where you will get full page in the book, however you want to promote, present, discuss your company, your business, and we'll also include you in all of our promotion. So it's my baby, Claudia and I, and Kate, our publisher are so proud. We haven't seen anything like this. And we really do believe it's not just going to change lives, but change, excuse me, change the world. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for hanging in there with me during these, this stretch of mine, which is the toughest. And Always, always, until next time, remember, be ruthless, especially with how you take care of yourself because you matter. Until next time, guys, thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening today. Your support means everything to me, truly. If this podcast resonates with you, please do me a favor and join in the ruthless movement by making some noise and doing one of these four things. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Tell a friend so we can break stigmas even faster. Leave a review so people can see what you think of the show. And last, if you want to learn more about me and be a part of the Grief Hub community, please head on over to the Facebook group. We'd love to have you. Thanks again for spending your time with us and see you next week. Bye.